0: Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs, right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kent's Five in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. And uh, look, the uh, Spurs season is right around the corner. I think training camp, or at least I have to report to training camp soon. Uh, yeah, things are happening fast. It just feels like yesterday the NBA season was over, but here we are. And as much as you know, Spurs fans, right here, locked on Spurs. We're looking forward to the upcoming season. You know, how are the individual players going to be doing? Who's going to take the next step? Keldon and and Dejounte and Derek, you know, stay healthy. There's a lot of moving parts here, but I think one area of the Spurs team in general that's kind of getting overlooked right now, and that is the second unit, the bench. You, you know, outside of the projected five, which we're going to get into in a few minutes. How has that Spurs been shaping up as of this recording? As we know, the Spurs have been wheeling and dealing this offseason. Maybe that could happen. But it's time to take a look at the Spurs bench and what could be, uh, at least our projected notes, if we will, or you know, how is it shaping up as we head into the new season. do that and more, I'm joined by my good friend, Casey Vieira, San Antonio sports reporter. Casey, welcome back. It's been a while. But, you know, I had to scale it back a bit, man. It's just getting dry out there.
1: I know. I know. It's uh, that dead season, man.
0: Yeah, it's all it fun is. and
1: games. And we talk about it. We joke about it all the time during the regular season. We're like, oh, you know, times, you know, it's going to slow down a little bit. We're going to yep. get to it. And then once to get to it, it's like, man,
0: yeah. it really is slow.
1: <laughs> it, really <laughs> it really is.
0: is. But the good, good news way. about but about that is that in the slow period, you know, you like you know, I've been taking days off in between shows now, that you can right. like generate some ideas, you know, more thoughtful ideas, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I don't think many, you know, are talking about just the bench in general. So let's go ahead and dive into that. But before we do that, make sure to follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. There's a link there to his YouTube page where he and his wife uh, give you Vieira's an essay. Make sure to click that. Check it out. It's uh, the going and comings, the ins and outs of a newlywed couple in San Antonio. Uh, So why don't we just knock this out fast? Who are our projected five, starting five, before we dive into the bench, Casey?
1: All right. Um, And we always know at the Spurs, things are fluid. But for the sake of the conversation, let's go. I think a fair middle ground probably right now is Jonathan Murray, Derek White, Keldon Johnson. We're gonna exclude Thaddeus Young because he won't be here. A real good mm-hmm. chance he won't be here. Replace him with Doug McDermott and Jakob Pertle at the five. Yeah, right. We yeah. you think that's a pretty good balance right now? we'll that's call a, that?
0: That's a good balance. You you got your your vets. You know, you know Dejounte and Derek and Jakob. Uh, you know, and you got your outside shooting addressed by McDermott. Uh, Derek White said in a uh, Bleacher Report. Q&A that he's working on this three-point chart, fine. Hopefully Murray gets that. But it gives you a little bit of an inside-out game, Um, you know, and he's got some slasher. So, yay, we're good to go in the starting five. But that leaves the bench. And as of this recording, of course, the Spurs could make a deal by the time this goes out, and, you know, there, there goes this episode. But in my opinion, Casey and Kirk if I'm wrong. I just feel this Spurs bench, as presently constructed, is a little thin and a, and very young.
1: I would say you probably hit it both both of those thoughts yeah. right off the head, right? Yeah. Because it's part of it is what we know, and that the Spurs are going to be a young team. So, inevitably, the Spurs are going to be young by default, but... There's young, and then there's like really young, which is what these guys are. And we think about mm-hmm. some of the dudes who are gonna at least have rotational minutes. I mean, the old like like with the exception of Lonnie Walker, everyone is, and even Lonnie Walker is in his fourth season. It's yeah. either you know second, we'll, we'll call them sophomores or, or rookies, I guess probably Sophomore and freshmen. That's probably the best way to put it. And I guess lukas Samanich as well too. Yeah. But you're looking at Vassell, second year guy; Simonich, uh, third year guy; Trey Jones, second yeah. year guy; Primo, if he does play really at all, yep. Primo going to be a rookie, as mm-hmm. we know, and, and everyone then, else. We, I mean, whatever. Camp. right? Yeah, yeah, first year guy. Zach Collins, even though he's going to be on his second yeah. contract, it's not like he's been in the league for a whole while. So yeah. <laughs> exactly For well Forbes, as we know it's, yeah it's the og is the old yeah, guy he, on the bench he yeah
0: broke, he's the og true. yeah and um you know if we look at as a whole it's very young and eventually you know during a game during a season that starting five is they're not going to have their days they're not going to have their nights and you know it happens to every team you know where in post-game reaction from the team our second unit helped us out our second units got us through that hump we hear that a lot is this second unit a little worrisome heading into the season? You know, look, we know Brent is back for one reason or one reason only, is that to help the team knock down three-point shots because they were just horrific last season. So check. But defensively, we know he can be a liability. Lonnie, he's inconsistent through his own admission too. Um, hopefully that fixes itself ahead of next season or start next season. There's an unproven Samanich. And... Devin Vassell, who's showing a lot of promise in his rookie season, and we saw more of it in the summer league. But again, you know, how's he gonna face his sophomore season? Is this kind of one of those under the radar, you know, storylines that is not getting enough attention in the San Antonio Spurs world?
1: I think that's part of the reason why the expectations are so low for a lot of people. And in the immediacy for Spurs fans it's kind of something that, like you said, really is an afterthought because even on this own program, I'm guilty of it. We talk about what the Spurs have, and you try to right. find the positives of what they do have in a rebuilding process which are which are there, of course, but in the same respect, we keep kind of neglecting what they don't have outside of that, and they don't really have a whole lot (laughs) like really anything at at all that yeah and then when is
0: he's going to be there yeah and when is Zach Collins going to play if at all this season I mean Mm -hmm. I mean your best case scenario he gets back after the all-star break but then how many games he's going to need to get back into the rhythm things you know how the spurs are when it comes to injured players they don't let them go off the leash right away they they take their time so you're kind of mm-hmm. leaning towards even putting a, a cross across his name as the season begins. Like what, what worth he's going to give you. He's definitely a long-term project uh, next season. Uh, you know, the 22, 23 seasons where they hopefully he'll pan out, but um, obviously, you know, the Spurs could make some moves and show up the bench, you know, in that way. But, you know, before we hit the old record button here, you, you know, we're discussing, you know, what we're gonna talk about and this and that. And, you brought up a good point you go, when I brought up Derek White starting. You went, Is he going to start? Do you think that move, having him be the six-man role and maybe pushing Lonnie in or somebody else, may solve this issue?
1: I don't know if anything is going to solve it, but it might at least, I guess, remedy from a rotational standpoint, a balance standpoint, yeah. if it makes any sense. Because if you're going out there with that full-on best five and there's not really a whole lot to bring off the, the bench and the immediacy, uh, I mean, it kind of is what it is at that point. But the good thing about a guy like Derek White is that we've seen at this point it's, it doesn't matter how he gets in the game, when he gets in the game. He's largely the same player. You know, mm-hmm. some of these guys they they can't start, they can't start because they got to come right in off the bench, and they know that situationally, once they come in, they have the green light that they can come in and they can fire right away. Or I'm thinking of like J.R. Smith because the right. thing with J.R. Smith for a long for a long time, whether it was um, I mean mainly primarily in New York where he won Sixth Man of the Year was. JR struggled when
0: he was in the starting lineup. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, They have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Bilt Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's built.com. 15% off, once again, at built.com. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Works up to seven days per use. I'm talking about Sweatblock. Dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ratio by firefighters, and it's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the USA. You have excessive sweating, that's where Sweat Block comes in. Where would you want to wear your little secret to confidence? This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. I get it, talking about excessive sweating isn't fun to talk about. That's why there's Sweat Block. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweat Block. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code LOCKEDON or on Amazon, and at CVS. I know this is sounds too good to be true, but I've been using Sweatblock Block uh, once or twice a week, and it's been keeping me dry the whole time. A lot of good products out there. Uh, basically, no more pitting out. No more uh, picking my shirts based on which one I'll hide the sweat better. Once again, go to Sweatblock.com promo code locked on for 20% off. When JR was coming off
1: the bed, I mean, like I said, the guy was the sixth man of the year, so it it worked out pretty well in that in that role. But just kind of to you know, expand off that a little bit, I think that's a positive. in what you have in Derek White is that he's doesn't it doesn't really affect him one way or another. Of course, you're gonna have the analytics mm-hmm. guys now hit me up on Twitter with the whatever little crazy mm-hmm. stat they're gonna come up with in this conversation. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, it's that. That, logistically, from a balancing things out standpoint, from a probably overall just kind of basketball standpoint, because you don't necessarily want to uh, have them kind of throw, throw all their weapons out there right off the bat when they're so thin after the starting five, that might be the best way to go. And then a the reality, too, Jeff, is that so much really gets blown out of proportion with the who's starting, who's not starting, who's sitting. Mm-hmm. When, when I see the stuff, these arguments in my mind, it's kind of one of those deals where if there's still like a top five rotational guy, right. When the minutes are there, like, what does it yeah. even really matter at that point? Exactly. You know what I mean? It,
0: it doesn't really especially matter for, at
1: all, right? Especially, especially for a guy like Derek White, who's not a megastar or anything like that, mm-hmm. as we all know. He's a solid, good rotational player, which he is for an above-average rotational player. So, probably best suited. We're saying all these. We're saying all these things, talking about more so top five. In all likelihood, when you think about it, men, the starting five probably will. No, knowing Pop and how he kind of works like that, it probably when you look past the best five players, you're probably looking at White coming off the bench, and I would think Forbes or Lonnie starting,
0: right? I mean, look with Lonnie, it makes a, it looks. It makes a little more sense to have him starting because. You know, you hear words or you have alluding to, you know, confidence. You know, there's sometimes, you know, Pop has mentioned how they have to remind him that he belongs in the league, uh, his consistency. You know, my fear with Lonnie, though, is is double-sorted. It's like a double-edged sword here. Like, he gets the starting not great. And that's why he boosts his confidence. He loves it. He, he thrives playing alongside uh, DeJounte Murray and seeing the lane open up with the Doug McDermott by his side. Um, but at the same time, what if it doesn't work and he has to go back to the mm-hmm. bench, you, you know, mm-hmm. w- would that throw off his rhythm, his consistency, you know, that is the big knock on him. I don't think it'll impact Derek white starting or, or, or benching. You know, I think you're absolutely right on that. It, it, it probably won't matter to him because you're You know, if it's a close game, he'll be in those final eight, 10 minutes of the matchup. But Lonnie seems to be maybe the wild card. Maybe it's not really Derek. Maybe it's Lonnie and he's trying to figure out where he best fits to see his, you know, pro- progression because, you know, I, I think it's safe to say he's definitely under a microscope next season. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what, what can he do? There's no more DeMar DeRozan ahead of him, uh, Rudy Gay, what have you, you know, it's, it's, he's going to get a good chunk of minutes now. And he's going to have to prove himself. Not to mention that it is a you know a, kind of a contract season for him. Maybe that's the question, Casey. It's where to slot Lonnie. Prob- you're
1: probably right. Yeah, you're probably right with that because, per usual, Lonnie, Lonnie again is is the talking point as always seems to be the case. But yeah. from a rotational from a rotational standpoint, think about how much easier life gets if. You get Lonnie Walker, and I'm not talking about Lonnie Walker all of a sudden waking up a overnight as an all star or mm-hmm. an elite. Not want to say elite player, except even better than an all star, but a, a premium talent if you want to call that. But just a little bit more consistency that you can feel confident in that the role that he's in is at least okay, like, we don't have to worry about the fact that he's so streaky, he's so hot, so up and down, just a sense a sense of normalcy. Okay, that's the best way to put it. Kind of a sense mm-hmm. of, of normalcy with his role. Just think about how much easier that makes all the other pieces, how how much easier it is to have all those pieces fall into place a little bit because then you don't have to worry about the Bryn Forbes thing. Where is Bryn mm-hmm. Forbes going to fit in? A lot of Spurs fans are thinking that, Part of the reason he's here is that one, because he's going to play. Two, they're not necessarily them being the Spurs, not necessarily blown away by what they're seeing out of Lonnie Walker. But mm-hmm. there's so many trickle down domino effects of this. Of if he can maintain that that consistency standpoint, you could probably right. see more minutes with Derek White playing the one at that point yeah. instead of Derek White having to play off the ball with Dejounte or. Something mm-hmm. along those lines, so when you do think about it from a rotational standpoint yeah i'm right I'm right there with you I'm right yeah, there I... with you is that is that I don't think we should be expecting him to 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 be an an all star or an elite mm-hmm. player, but at least I think a success for him this season a good a good reasonable middle ground in my mind is to some get some sense of consistency where we're mm-hmm. not going with this, you know, this regular, Oh, good Lonnie, bad Lonnie, good Lonnie, bad Lonnie, all the, all this right. kind of stuff consistently riding a hot hand, just some sort of balance. And I think that'd be a win. If it happens, of course, that's a, that's a the big if,
0: right. A couple of names though, we haven't mentioned that could uh, that would likely be coming off that bench is Keita Bates Diop and the rookie Jock Landale. Uh, you know, Jock is another big man, uh, a, a very different but much-needed big man for the Spurs because he can actually hit the outside shot. Uh, mm-hmm. So he has that leg up on a guy like Drew Eubanks uh, and uh, Jakob. But, you know, knowing he is a rookie, um, maybe he gets planted on that end of the bench or he sees time with the Austin Spurs. Keita Diop seems to be kind of a wild card here. They're, apparently, they gave him a two-year deal. He's back. Uh that tells me that the Spurs are invested in him. They like where they're seen out of him. You, you know, how do those two guys fit in? Are they just gonna be normal rotational players, or do you, you expect them to see getting some heavy minutes off that bench?
1: Oh man. <laughs> it's like this well once you get to like this the, this, this
0: kind of goes like back to what the whole point of the the talk is, though, because
1: no, I agree. This this, this bench is, is a
0: little suspect. lot of suspects yeah I don't know about a little
1: I'd say a lot of suspects this is yeah I mean like you said it's once you get into that ninth, 10th 11th man in the rotation spot it's all interchangeable it's all interchangeable at that point pop per usual is going to have his seven since you want to call it seven half the time I was going to say seven constants but in this respect, this roster might only be even six constant guys. You know, are going to get the you know regular minutes on the floor. But with things being so fluid on the back end, and just so unpredictable, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know if I even put much credence into into that sentiment that I'm talking about. But and for Bates Diop, I think like just from a, I don't want to say seniority but for lack of a better term, seniority standpoint, at least having an idea of what you're mm-hmm. going to get, what you know, he's probably going to be the guy to get the first crack at those minutes in Collins' absence, him and Eubanks, who amazingly enough, we got just realized we got to that point and didn't even mention Drew Eubanks. Wow, yeah. that's a rarity. By the way, did you see yeah. Drew Eubanks' look in 2K?
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, you are that? Sure that. Are you sure that was him? I'm not too sure they just kind of like did a uh, copy-paste job on just random NBA player and just stuck his name on back of their jersey. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliable for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliable prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. line is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON.
1: I tweeted at the time, I was like, I look more like Drew Eubanks than this does. But anyway, <laughs> I dig that. No, but, but it, it's basically up, and, and Eubanks are probably going to get a first crack at those minutes, depending on Collins' health, barring them bringing in anyone else between then and now, and inevitably, when you see them be largely inconsistent, which is, again, probably inevitable at this point, that's when Landau is going to get his, his chance to really do something, but up until then... You and I both know where he's going. He's, he's going to be an hour up I-35. He's going to be hanging out yeah. up in Austin for half the season. That's the way it's going to go. But that's yeah, probably that's, really interesting. You know, you bring up a good point. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's no, probably no. A, a real interest. That I mean, that's a real interesting aspect of once they get to that back end of the bench outside of the wings. Because the wings, I mean – largely you have a pretty good idea of what you know what you're going to get out of them. I mean, for as much as we talk good Lonnie, bad Lonnie, we know pretty much what we're going to get out of him. We know what we're going to get out of Derek White. We know what we're going to get out of Bryn Forbes. We know what we're going to get out of uh, McDermott in that respect. But, but after that, eh, so you know what I mean? It's kind of like a shoulder shrug. I don't know. What yeah. are you going to do? Well, I mean, well, I'm not really sure what to expect. So that's going to be a big aspect that I don't think – we really talked about enough right. that probably is it's gonna be a little bit interesting, that's for sure.
0: He is Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira and click on that link there, that YouTube on his profile, I'll take you to Vieira's NSA. Check out what he and his wife are up to uh in San Antonio. You know, a couple more questions about the uh, Spurs bench before we move on to some news and notes is what do you think the projected depth, like how far popping is going to go? So you could pretty, if we're going to stick to our starting five, we started the show with, so we'll have Lonnie and likely Bryn. Those are your two constant guys off the bench are going to dip into. So then you go with Devin. Then who? Who do you follow after those three? Hmm. Exactly. On, how, how, bunch. <laughs> how, how, like how, what's the, what, how deep he's going to go into the rotation? Uh, is Trey Jones going to factor fail. in? Yeah, is Bates mean, job? I can see him being he bumped up into a, a, a rotation off the bench. Probably,
1: probably. I mean, we we you know we know what the bigs are going to look like, or else we know what the bigs. No, we don't know what. Excuse me, we don't know what the bigs are going to look like. We know what I, I'm,
0: I'm trying to drive you towards. Going to look like? I'm trying to drive you towards yeah. Luca. That's what I'm trying to drive you. At.
1: Man, we're in year three of this. And how does this keep on happening? <laughs> like, we have these conversations. and <laughs> Luca always gets omitted. <laughs> and I wasn't even trying to omit Luca. I not. thought
0: you were trying to omit it on purpose.
1: No. Oh, my oh, God. Well, I'm, I'm awful. Why do you have me on this program? But, like, uh, I don't even try to do it. It's just, like, it's just one of those things where how has it gotten to this point?
0: That we're, we're
1: at least me that I, i'm still doing this i'm still doing this a year and a half two years later now how i
0: don't know uh, it's <laughs> the fact that because he he really he's been either buried on the bench or stuck in austin and yeah that's it you know and he, look who his look at his draft classmate look who it was it was Kelvin johnson so he has a big shadow on him so, thank God they got Keldon right, man. Yeah, he gets lost in the shuffle, but where does Luca fit in now off that bench? Is he part of that steady second unit player that's coming in and spelling guys some minutes? Uh,
1: probably. I mean, the the pathway is. Well, he's there. gonna have
0: to. Let's put it that way. He's gonna. He's have
1: gonna to. have to. Yeah. He's gonna have to. The pathway is there. I mean, that's the big thing. He at least has going for him in that respect is. Contrary to the few years that he had before that was that the path wasn't there, whether it be Aldridge, if he was going to play the five or Rudy, right. Or Rudy Gay or whoever it might've been. And that the path to seeing minutes was not there. The path to seeing minutes now is readily available and really more so to the point that he should be the guy he should be the favorite to really get those minutes at the expanded four or five spot, because after those wings, like I just said, it's, 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 pick, you know, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll be positive. You know, we'll say, we'll say it's pick your poison. Poison is a very poison. ambiguous term. It's a very ambiguous poison that we're going to say in this respect.
0: So, so then, so, so if we're going to go with, Again, Lonnie, Brennan, Devin is likely the heavy hitters coming off that bench. Right. Then, yeah, who follows those guys? Because that that that's a guard and two small forwards right there. Well, swing guy with, with Lonnie, can, he's interchangeable. But Devin more so the three there. But you need a big. So they're going to go with Eubanks. Or is Luca gonna fill that? Because Luca's still a, he's well now he's a big dude. He added a lot of size to his frame this off season. He's six. Listen, at six ten, six six ten around there. Uh, he can hit the he can hit the outside shot. We saw that in Austin. Uh, he can run. He got
1: tats now, so
0: he's at, He got. He's has. Know. He's inked up. Yeah. He's he's showing that he's uh, in the in the weight room. Is it is does Eubank still get the nod over over Luca? Uh you know, do, do does Keda bump up? I, I would it I would react this way. I, I would be hurt like just for him, for him. Cause you're the number 19 pick. You're the number 19 pick in that draft. And look and right. look, you know, if there's still if the Spurs are still not putting you in some sort of rotation. It's not good. Or if he does no. get the if he does get the burn and he doesn't pan out, well, you know, what if that kills his confidence? That's why I mean he's he's such he's so gonna be in the hot seat under that microscope, isn't he?
1: Oh, without a doubt. But I mean, listen, I think this little back and forth that we've had about him pretty much accurately describes what he's been, and what, in all likelihood, is going to be the situation again. He has potential, so it seems, so the glass-half-full person likes to think, and as much as we joke, I don't think Lucas Ammonish is a lost cause. I really do not. But, as you can tell, it's very easy for him to become an afterthought. Mm -hmm. Because, one, we don't see him, and two, there's a reason for that. There's a reason we don't see him. And I think last year we kind of got a little bit of a reminder for every time he actually had a decent showing out there he's going out there and he's being a pain to, against uh Julius Randall just mm-hmm. being a thorn in his side. There's so many aspects where there are so many games out there where we're just like, okay, well uh, luca, what's yeah. up where Where are you at, man? You know and that again has just as much of a volatile possibility right once you know again in this in this situation. But but the positive here though is that he for the first time again to to reiterate that point for the first time in his playing career, Luca controls his own destiny. Right. And that's good. That's good. And if he shows up, hey let, you know, let, let's be super positive here. What, what do you say? I, I mean, we're yeah. too much negative. Crime, let's be super
0: positive. Yeah, you, you, you want him to go into the positive attitude and, and because it's right. going to be all, well, all hands well, no. going to be all hands on deck. in that second unit, because, yeah. you know, you know, I'm pretty sure that first unit, you know, they, they can't play 48 minutes a game, you know, and they can't be that. No. Somebody's there's a whole unit that's going to have to come off that bench, you know, sprinkled well, in throughout well, the game. A,
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing I was going to say though, is that if you really want to expand on the positivity part of this, why, like, if he shows up, he shows out. There is a legitimate chance. Like, why can he not? Why can't? Yeah, here we go. Why can't he be in that starting lineup? Because Doug McDermott is not like is not Rudy Gay. Doug McDermott is is not Lamarcus Aldridge. He's Those an NBA vet. And to, oh, yeah. What was that? And, and, and he's an
0: so, NBA vet, and we know how Pop feels about that.
1: that is, well, he, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. That was the big thing. Aside
1: from him being an NBA yeah. vet, there really isn't much standing in the way of Luka at least cracking that starting five. Because we talk about Derek White being you know largely unaffected by his role in the game. Doug McDermott's event. he's been doing this for some time. And he's at the point where he's like, all right, you know what? I'm a pro. I, whatever. You want to put me in the five? Cool. You want to make me the seventh, eighth guy off the bench? Cool. I'm a good team guy. I know what I'm doing. And again, that theoretically, emphasis on theoretically, should open up the door for Luca to get some decent minutes at that point, regardless right. whether, again, it is in the starting five or or just – in that nine-man rotation. But again, story of Luca's life, as we know, is mm-hmm. that it's just so volatile as to what yeah. you're going to get. And I, so I far, would... there has not been more, you know, there has, there's been more bad, I hate to say it, but there's been more bad than good at this point.
0: I would not be surprised to see him maybe sprinkled into that starting unit throughout the season. I mean, he, on paper, I mean, he's, he'd be really good at that starting unit you know, uh, stretch big. Uh, you know, young kid, part of this youth movement. Doug McDermott off that bench, shores up the thin bench mob they have right as of this recording. You know, it makes sense. Um, you know, and McDermott, um, you know, probably he probably wouldn't care, you know, if coming off the bench or not. You know, he'd be okay, whatever, as long as I'm in there in crunch time or the or the big minutes. Uh, maybe it might help Luca boost his confidence. We've heard it before from Team Brass, you know it's a confidence mm-hmm. thing with him. So maybe that would happen to him. But yeah, it's so interesting. Another, but go uh, ahead, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say another thing too is that Doug McDermott's a, a vet who can stretch the floor, and come the trade deadline, that could be an asset. That could be someone to move as well. I could totally see that being the case. The Spurs not anywhere near contention, and someone's like, oh, right, you know, we need more shooting. Let's, uh, let's give the Spurs a call, see what they want for McDermott. Yeah. And at that point, they do something, freeze up some more minutes for Luka. Yeah.
0: Just a thought. Just throwing it out there. I'm,
1: point, yeah. point being is that those minutes are not so locked in as they, they once were.
0: Absolutely. All right. Those are our thoughts on the uh, Spurs bench as presently constructed. Are you worried about that second unit? Do you think the Spurs need some f- fixing to do? And getting a little stronger, maybe just simply shuffling the starting five and uh, then, you know, shoring up that second unit. You can let Casey know on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. And uh, yeah, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs, wherever you get your favorite podcast, And don't forget to go to kens5.com slash Spurs, where we're now going to catch you up on some Spurs news and notes that you may have missed. Or maybe for Casey, because I don't know how busy you've been, Casey. Maybe, maybe you just tuned out the NBA world right now because it's kind of quiet. But would, would you be happy to know there is no Ben Simmons Spurs news to talk about no. right now? So that's good. <laughs>
1: I, I, I'm, I'm done with the Ben Simmons stuff until he's in San Antonio. I think we just right. have
0: to retire it. Until yeah, he's here. I, I, until he's here, exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into it, too. And uh, some quick news and notes. And speaking of those Austin Spurs, uh, you might be able to get a chance to see Primo and camp possibly Jock, suit up in the Austin colors. They're set to begin their play against the Rio Grande Valley uh, in just a few short months. In case, interesting thing, the G League, they're going to do something different. They're splitting their regular season. So basically, you take their entire season, cut it in half. Right. That first okay. half is is called the G League Showcase. And then the second half is just simply called the regular season. Okay. It's okay. actually kind of like a playoffs before the regular season. There's gonna be a uh, you know, uh this new structure. It it's gonna allow for uh, a fourteen game competition. It's gonna it's gonna culminate in an NBA G League Winter showcase showcase cup championship game. So that's you're gonna have like, a first half championship.
1: That's like um Europe in the Northeast, so that's why I bring it up. With the, the Atlantic League the, that uh, the Long Island Ducks used to play yeah. in, the Independent League. You know the one I'm talking about, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Way back when.
1: That's Yeah, uh, yeah. like Somerset Patriots, they were in there too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Atlantic League, is that what they called? I think that's right. They did the same thing where they played the first half, first half championship or first half champion earned an automatic playoff bid. Mm-hmm. Uh, second half. Really, it pretty much didn't matter what you did if you were trash in the second half because you got into the playoffs in the first half anyway. So that's, I mean, that's basically the same thing, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, again, you okay. remember the uh, the G League is kind of an experimental ground for the NBA. Maybe this will make its way to the uh, to the 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 varsity teams, but yeah, they're going to be going there. Yeah, there's going to be a trophy. There's going to be a prize pool. It's a single elimination tournament, and then once that wow first half of the Regular season, aka Showcase Cup, then they begin their thirty-sixth uh, regular game uh, season uh, to finish it out. All the records reset, so whatever, however, Austin Spurs do in that first half, they win it all. It's going to back down to zero zero once they begin. Interesting though, this is going to be the first year that the uh, G League uh, will have a team from Mexico. They're called the Capitanes. Yes, uh, yeah, I saw. And, yeah, so uh, the Austin that. Spurs will definitely be playing against them. Uh, they actually play against them. For those of you all are interested, they will be in Cedar Park, Texas, on Sunday, November 14th. Uh, that'll be interesting to uh, go check out if you want to see the first international G League team make its way to the Austin Spurs court. Uh, yeah, and, and plus, you know, what a better way to chance to catch Camp and Primo, possibly Jock, in action. Uh, continuing on with some Spurs news and notes, we kind of hinted at it earlier, but uh Derek White he did a uh, Q&A with Bleacher Report and in case you were wondering uh he prefers uh elephants over giraffes. Yes, that was a question during the Q&A. But some of the highlights of, of like, that uh,
1: hold on of all like all the satirical jokes you could ask, why like why?
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody asked him if he preferred elephants over giraffes and he he picked elephants.
1: Like I'm all for Like I'm all for jokes like that. Yeah, that wasn't
0: a joke. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Some highlights of that interview. Uh, He was asked, uh, you know, who were his, uh, some of the most difficult uh, players that he had to face. He picked Dame Lillard, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and James Harden. Your thoughts?
1: Um, Let's say that if I was a Mm -hmm. one-two guard in the league, that would probably... Yep, be the case because he was gone before Kobe was gone before Derek White got here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kobe, Kobe was gone at that point. Yeah, I'd say that probably
0: that probably is the case. Yeah, uh, he they asked him too. What was his first welcome to the NBA moment? He said that it was when he went to um, play up against uh, Russ, Paul George, and Carmelo Anthony. But he specifically pointed out Carmelo Anthony. Because he said that in that game, that first matchup, that Melo dunked on him. Look at that. Your old Nick guy oh. just dunking on the uh, Derek White. Dunking on the young guy.
1: What was he doing, matched? I hope that wasn't his regular assignment for the night. <laughs> I don't know. A rookie, maybe he got, maybe a rookie he got Derek, switched off. Right? A rookie Derek yeah. White? Yeah. I hope that was a switch because yeah. getting to sign Carmelo
0: as a, as a rookie? Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in a Yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, supposedly no, no, Melo Mel- 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 Mel dunked on him, yeah. so that was his welcome to the NBA moment. So I, I gotta find that dunk. Maybe he- maybe he's getting confused and right. the, the the player, but that's what he said. Uh, and in case you were wondering, Casey and everybody listening in, he was asked if the coffee gang will continue without Patty Mills. And uh, he did love coffee. Everyone loves coffee. Though. Everybody loves coffee. Yes, he did I'm say yes. I'm drinking a nice
1: in- coffee right now. I'm drinking a nice
0: coffee right now. I'm a huge coffee guy. I'm not a big iced coffee guy. It doesn't taste. No? like my, my, my brain is so trained to think coffee equal hot, not coffee equal cold. And the really? fact my brain, my brain cannot comprehend that. So I just refuse it.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Exactly. Very interesting. I, I, see, I, I, I can't get that past document. that. Really? Really? That's crazy because like you've been in New York a long time now. Yep. It, you know what I mean? Like if you were, a lot of people living in Texas, they who are, I've told I'm 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 a big Dunkin' guy. I'm a big Dunkin' guy, and I'm sure yeah. you've probably become more of a
0: Dunkin' guy living up there yeah, for a while now Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I always go the iced coffee route, and they're like iced coffee. Like, why? You know, when I used to live in Louisiana, <laughs> I said iced coffee. They'd be like, that doesn't matter with you?
0: Who drinks coffee cold?" Yeah, exactly.
1: But, yeah, well, that I find that very interesting.
0: Yeah, I can't How get that concept fast? out of my head. It just, well, you're I a have...
1: little, you Yeah, the thing is, and, and no indictment, but you are, you're, you're a little, you have a couple more years. Like, you're past yes, the do. millennial phase. And iced coffee did really pick up, I feel like, in the millennial phase. Now, my yeah. name, I don't do, like, all the bells and whistles with my iced coffee. I do it with, like, almond milk, oat milk. That's as cute as I get with it. Right. I don't I don't go crazy with it like some of these other people that are just like fr- mocha frappuccino. I'm thinking of Zoolander. <laughs> orange mocha frappuccino, right? Isn't that it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't get cute with it. I, I put a little bit of, a little bit of the oat milk. I'm good. I'm home free. But it might be more the millennial thing that kind of just.
0: It probably is. The
1: ball ran with it, yeah, and kind of yeah. used the privileges of it, you know. But, anyways, yes, that's interesting to hear. You're not a nice coffee person, yeah. not of my analytics of
0: it. Yep, and and uh, you could also in that uh, Q and A with uh, Derek White, uh he said that he was impressed by Tim Duncan because the fact that TD yeah. always in <laughs> the facility. Well, the, in the sense of him comp- trying to comprehend how he was as a player, like oh, he okay. said, like he was like. I see him in the uh, the gym a lot. He goes, I, he goes, and working out still to this day, you know, you know, lifting the weights and getting cardio in and playing ball. He said that he goes, I can understand, like, if that's his mindset in retirement, imagine his mindset in his playing days. And it just went back to his work mm. ethic. So um interesting to see what he had to think about Tim Duncan. And you can read all that over at kens5.com slash Spurs. So much news going on there, including uh, R.C. Buford and Sean Elliott doing their part to help get the San Antonio community vaccinated. COVID-19 is still a problem in San Antonio. The latest numbers were pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, Buford and Elliott stepping up. They did a, kind of a video PSA with one of the hospitals, uh, Casey. So they mm-hmm. knocked that out of the park. Casey, we're running up against the clock here. Tell us what's going on in your world, especially as an S.A.
1: Um, got a new episode up you'll actually appreciate this because it is back in, in New York. Unfortunately, we nice. couldn't get together. All right. Um, I do, I do, you know, I, I took my, I took my, uh, bashing from you off camera about not being able to get together. So again, I, I reinforce my, uh, apology. Can't do it. Nice little summer in New York. You know, I mean, it's, it's been a, it's been a rough time for the city in COVID. So much, so much of a negative connotation now. New York's dead. Blah, blah, blah. You know, no one wants to go there anymore. Maybe a little bit's true, but it's still largely, I mean, it's largely the same. Like everyone else we got our modifications so we took a nice little trip to New York, nice little getaway, got some good weather, hung out a little bit, I actually went to my hometown in Jer- hometown in Jersey too nice, which nice, kind of nice, has nice, a little nice. bit of a different context now you might want to tune in because that is the area that got flooded. So if you want to see what lovely Lambertville looks like before it was put underwater by all this Ida fun over the past few weeks, check it out. It's a good time. Summer in New York uh, now up on
0: viewers Arizona Go check it out right now. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, your smart speaker as well. Just tell it to play Lockdown Spurs and it will play Lockdown Spurs. And of course, go to slash Spurs right now to catch up on all the latest. Yes, there's still some trickling of good news for your San Antonio Spurs. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.